Yeah. John chapter 19, reading from verse 25 to verse 27. We're reading out of the New King James Version. John 19. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus, therefore, saw his mother and disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to his disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. I want to read verse 27 again. Then he said to his disciple, Behold your mother. From that hour, the disciple took her from his own home. This morning, I want to preach from the subject, a mother's love, a mother's love. There was a quote I would like to start off with. Is it on the screen? There was a quote that really resonated with me when I was thinking about today's message and trying to just reflect on it. It was a quote by Marion C. Gritty. It said, a mother's love is, a, is the fuel that enables a normal human being to do the impossible. <clears throat> I want to say that again. A mother's love is the fuel that enables a normal human being <clears throat> to do the impossible. Today is Mother's Day. Today we celebrate mothers who have either birthed us or who have encouraged us along the way in our journey called life. When we think of mothers, mothers are the ones who birth you. They're the ones that encourage you, that chastise you, who give you wisdom, who give you tough love. That's what a mother does. When I think about my own life, I realize that there have been many women who have been like mothers to me, even though I have a physical mother. I remember there were church mothers who were like mothers to me, the ones who would sit Sunday after Sunday and give a word of motherly love to me. When I think about mothers, I think about my principals and think about the women teachers that were in my schools who were like mothers to me. A mother's love is very powerful. It is something that is very strong. That is something that carries you even to when you're an adult. You always need your mother. I remember I was talking to someone. They said, no matter how old you get, you will always need your mother. What I realize in this world of today is that parents are very important. What I've realized is that, yes, we all become a certain age and we become adults, but yet you realize that you need your parents' love. 
Here in our scripture, we see Jesus is on the cross. He's on the cross and he is having nails in his hands and he's having a crown of thorns on his head and he's having, uh, he's been broken and bruised, but yet he says something very interesting here. As he's on the cross suffering and bleeding, and he gives a word to the people that are at the cross. What I've noticed here in this passage of scripture is while Jesus is in pain, while he's going through his own suffering, he still gives a word of direction. What I love about God is that God knows how to give a word in the midst of what's going on in our own lives. Sometimes we walk around in life going through painful moments, but yet God still gives direction. Now stood by the cross. What we need to realize is that Jesus is here giving wisdom. He's giving something to John and his mother. There he stood and said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Now, what it means is me how Jesus, in the midst of his pain, is showing care and concern about John. Now, when we look at this word from the cross, it reveals the love of the son for his mother. Usually when we hear uh, Mother's Day messages, we usually hear a, a mother's perspective to a son, but rarely you hear a son talking about his mother. But Jesus is here talking to his mother. Have you ever noticed that sometimes in life you talk to your friends one way, you talk to your other people one way, but when you talk to your mother, there's a certain level of respect that you have. There's a certain way that you talk to her. You don't talk to her like she's your friend, but you talk to her because she is your parent. So he says to his mother, woman, behold your son. There is a powerful relationship between a mother and a son. A son looks at his mother because when you look at how a son treats his mother, that is how he's going to treat his future wife. People will say, why does bottom sons treat their mothers so well? It's because they're preparing themselves for marriage one day. So here he says, woman, behold your son. He's here at the cross because he knows that his time is coming to an end. He realizes that his time is Concluding, but yet he wants his mother to be okay. You see, a real child is someone who cares for their parent. A child is the one who says, that grows up and says, I'm going to give my mother a house. I'm going to provide for her as she gets older. I'm going to make sure she's okay. That's what a loving child does. I'm very afraid of people who grow up with a parent in the home and they start to forget what their parents did for them and never come back and help their parents out. I'm very afraid of people who become so successful and they get married or they achieve so many degrees and they forget who helped them when they had nothing. But I believe that if you are a loving child, you must understand that you must go back 
and help your mother and your father. So he's here saying this is showing a son's love. Jesus loved his mother. He took care of his mother. He knew that there was someone who needed to help her as he was going to die on that cross. But then we realize that Jesus is here and he says something else. Then he said to who the disciple whom he loved, Behold your mother. You realize that Jesus was so selfless that he decided to say, yes, I know that I had my mother for all of these years, but now someone is in need of a mother. Someone is in need of someone to be there for them when they don't have no one else. Have you ever noticed that sometimes God blesses you with people who were there for you when you didn't even know that they were needed in that time of need? But I thank God today that there was someone who was like a mother to me when I needed them the most. You see, it's not about the ones who know you the longest, but it's about the people who are there for you when you needed them the most. I'm reminded of in the year 2020 when the pandemic was going on, I was going through a lot of issues. And as I was going through some issues, there was a woman who became like a mother to me. <clears throat> and that woman is named, her name is Dr. Driver. She was someone who began to do life coach sessions with me and began to talk to me. And she began to tell me what books to read. And she began to speak life into me and encourage me and give me wisdom. You see, the beautiful part about this is that she knew that I needed her. But I also knew that this was someone that was very important to me. What I love about God is that God always knows who to put in your life. That motherly person may be a person on your job. That motherly person may be someone who lives in your neighborhood. That motherly person may be someone who you drive to, to go somewhere. Everyone needs someone in that right moment. It doesn't matter that that person may be someone who's a stranger to you. That person may be someone you may not even understand or know for the long of your life. But God always send help to those in need. What I love about God is that God always sends you something when you need it the most. You may be feeling some pain in your body, but God can send someone to pray healing over you. You may be going through something in your life and God is saying, well, that person needs a financial miracle. So I'm going to send some help. God is the only one that can send you what you need. Yes, Jesus knew that Mary was about to be alone, but he knew that Mary needed someone in her time of need. And then he realized that there was a son who needed a mother. Sometimes in life, God would give you what you need, even if you didn't pray for it. Even if you didn't ask for it, God will send it in the right timing. That's the kind of God that we have. We serve a God who's able to say, yes, I know you're having issues. Yes, I know you're having problems, but help is on the way. So we hear he says that. He said, Behold your mother. 
Now, if we step before that, he said, this is the disciple whom he loved. This disciple was the one that Jesus chose in the midst of all of the 12 disciples that were following him as he healed the sick and raised the dead. He decided to give this responsibility to his disciple. What I've noticed is that you don't just let anybody look after your family, but you entrust someone who's going to do right by you. What I love about God is that God always sends the right people at the right time. God always sends those who you know is going to do the best they can. God is the only one that sends things when you need it. You may be needing something even on this Sunday, but God can send you for somebody to fix your situation. You may be feeling like, well, I'm feeling kind of lonely. Then God can send you someone to keep you company at that moment. God is the only one that knows your troubles. He's the only one that knows your situation. He's the only one that knows what you're going through. The good news is that God is able to be there for you. You may be feeling like, well, I don't know how this is going to look out, but if you just look to the Lord, he will be there for you. And then he noticed that Mary needed someone to be there. I love how God is so selfless that he knows what I need and provides for me. That's why that song says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't have to want for anything. I don't have to look for something because God is right there. I don't have to worry about my life. I don't have to try to figure things out because the Lord is a provider. The Lord provides for us even when things don't look the way we want it to look. The Lord provides for us. People were going through so many bad things in the pandemic and people were losing their jobs, but yet the Lord provided for them. People were on the unemployment line, but yet the Lord provided for them. God is a provider. God is the one that provides for us every single moment. Some people will ask you, how did you get that job without having that degree? The Lord provided. How did you get that house when your credit doesn't look a certain way? The Lord provided. This morning, I stand here because I know that the Lord provided for me. I'm not standing here because I'm perfect. I'm not standing here because I made it on my own. I'm not standing here because I'm a self-made man. I'm standing here because God positioned people to be a blessing to me. God positioned people to bless me over the years. Whether it was a word or encouragement, whether it was a book that someone gave me, I am thankful today for what the Lord has done for me. I'm thankful today because God has provided a wonderful mother to me. Some people may say, well, I didn't have a good mother. Well, the Lord can be a mother to the motherless. The Lord can be a father to the fathers. Yes, you may say, I didn't come from a two-parent home. That's okay. God can be your parent. You may say, well, my family is divided right now. Well, if you keep on praying, God can put that family together. You see, sometimes in life, we look at our lives and sometimes we take things for granted. And we don't appreciate the things that God does for us. The one thing that we cannot look at that's nothing is life is life. 
we must be thankful that God has provided us life and strength. There are so many people who wish that they can have their parents with them right now. There's so many people that wish that they can have people who was there for them on their side. But what I tell people is that yes, parents are not perfect, and yes, people are not what you know, do what you want, but we still have to be thankful that God gave us a purpose through our parents. Maybe their job was just to birth you and give you the best that they could. Maybe their job was to give you a little bit, and then God gives you a whole lot. Because what I've noticed is that when it comes to people sometimes, they only have a certain measure that they can give. And I remember I was talking to my, my Dr. Jarvis. She said to me, she says, sometimes people can only give you what they only have. And sometimes in life, people cannot give you a whole lot. But with the little bit that can give you, God can take that little bit and stretch it. God can take what you look as nothing and God can turn it into something. But when we look at this as a mother's love, a mother's love is so powerful. A mother's love can keep you out of trouble. You may see people who have gone through life and gone through things and sometimes people say, how did you make it in life? It's because I had a mother praying for me. I had a mother who made sure that I stayed out of trouble. I had a mother who looked out for me. That's what we need today as mothers who pray for their children. Even when their children may have done wrong or go on the wayside of life, there's a mother that's still praying for the people who ask you, how are you still alive? My mother was praying for me. How are you still standing here? I had a mother who was looking out for me. So Jesus is here on the cross and he says woman behold your son, son behold your mother and we realize that Jesus was able to put things together as he was going to die on the cross when we look at this Jesus says, shows that John needed a mother and a mother needed John but the good part about this is that God set things up to come together God is the only one that can put things together like this. No one else can put your life together. No one else can fix things like God can. God is the only one that can put provisions together. God is the one that can provide for you. You see, but as I close this message, I want to recite a poem this morning. Because I realize that when life sometimes become dark. God can always send a mother to mother you in those moments. There is a poem that is called Mother of Mine. It said, if I hang on the highest hill, oh mother, mother of mine, I know whose love will follow me still. Mother, Oh, mother of mine, if I were drowned in the deepest sea, mother, oh, mother of mine, I know whose tears would come down to me, mother, oh, mother of mine, if my body and soul would hurt and I, and I was not whole, I know whose prayers would make me whole, oh, mother of mine. There is something powerful about a mother's love. 
There is something powerful about a mother who is there for you when the world wants to reject you. You know that other people may not love you, but a mother's loves you. And we realize that a mother's love mirrors the love that Jesus gives to us because, yes, we may have done wrong, but there is a Lord and Savior who loves you. Yes, you may have done the wrong thing. You may have sinned and may have slipped into Dara's place, but there is a God who loves you. There is someone who says, yes, I was doing wrong, and yes, I didn't do the right thing, but there is a Lord and Savior who loves me. I don't know who you are this morning, but I thank God this morning for the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus woke me up this morning. The love of Jesus started me on my way. I'm glad this morning for Jesus Christ. Why are you thankful for Jesus? Because yes, I thank God for my mother, but I thank God for the one who created her. I thank God for the one who provided for me, the one who woke me up this morning. This morning, I thank God for Jesus. He is the one that woke me up this morning. He's the one that started me on my way. This morning, I'm thankful for who he is. I thank God this morning that I have a Lord and Savior. Many people believe in Confucius. Many people believe in Buddha, but I believe in the one who went to Calvary's cross for me. I believe in the one who came all the way down 42 generations. What's his name? His name is Jesus Christ. This morning, I thank God for my Lord and Savior. He's the one that gave me life, health, and strength. He's the one that gave me what I needed in the time that I needed it. This morning, I thank God for Jesus. Is that someone here says, yes, things may look one way. Things may go another way. But this morning, I thank God for Jesus. Jesus is the one who came all the way down 40 and two generations. Jesus who came and came in a, a womb called Mary. That's the Jesus that I thank God for. I thank God this morning that I have a Savior to pray to. I thank God this morning I have a Savior to look to. This morning I have a Savior to come to those that help me in my time of need. Yes, many people are trying to figure out how can I get through every single day. But there is a Savior who is there for you. You see, no matter what you go through, God can be there for you. You see, no matter how much things may get crazy, God can provide for you. You may be trying to figure out how am I going to get this job. But if you look to the hills, that will come with your help. All of your help comes from the Lord. The Lord is the one that can help you. He's the one that can strengthen you. He's the one that can provide for you. You see, this morning I can say the Lord is my shepherd. I don't have to want for anything because he provides for me. I don't have to look to the left because he's right there on my left. I don't have to look to the right because he's right there on my right. Because the song says, and he walks with me. And he talks with me. And he tells me I am his own. The joy we share as we tarry there. God is with you even in the midnight hour. God is with you when you're by yourself. God is with you even when you feel like things are not going the way you want it to go. You see, this morning I thank God for him. For doing what he did for me. You see, but I thank God for him. For healing the sick. I thank God for him raising the dead. But not only do I thank him for that. But I thank him for going to Calvary's cross. And going to that cross and dying for me on that cross. I thank him for dying and he died until the sun refused to shine. He died until he said it was finished. And then they put him in the grave. 
He stayed in that grave all day Friday. He stayed in that grave all day Saturday. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. This morning, I worship him. Not for cars or cash or anything, but I worship him because he got up for me. You see, this morning, we can worship him and praise him for being a wonderful God. We can worship him because he's the one that is always there for us. We can praise him because he is always there when we need him to be. So God, this morning, we thank you for your precious blood. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord, for you turning things around for us. We thank you, Lord, for being our wonderful Lord and Savior. God, this morning, we need your love like never before. We need your peace like never before. We need your grace and your mercy like never before. God, today, we love you. We love you, God, because you are always good to us. In the midst of the bad things, you are good to us, God. Lord, we know that you are the one that provides for us. You are the one that heals us, that delivers, that sets us free. God, this morning, look over your people right now. Give them strength right now. Give them love right now. In the name of Jesus. God, we need you. We thank you, God. We worship you. Because you are good. You are great. And you are mighty. God, today, look over your people right now. Touch every family. Touch every person. Touch every person who may not feel like they need them. But the Lord, even if there's relationships that are not so great with a mother. God, many relationships with mothers right now in the name of Jesus. Pray for every motherless child who may have lost their mother before Mother's Day. Pray for every family who, have, who may feel like they need their parents. Lord, bridge families together right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing. We thank you, Lord, for everything you're about to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.